What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 221st episode. Yes, 200 and something episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on? Hello, punk. How's it going? What's good? Ah, it's going good for me. You see what I did there? Very good, actually. Probably not. No. be honest. Um, no. Well, in the, in the announcement <laughs> on Discord, you put, hello, Newman. So, I was... Oh, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Great reference, by the way. Best show ever. Um, yeah. That is uh that is pretty great. Yeah. So cool. I will admit. Dude, um I am apparently jumpy and quiet in the uh in the live stream. Super quiet. I've got you maxed out now, so if it's All if right, it's so uh, it be good. It's not working. Yeah. Let's say if it's that doesn't fix it, then it's something on your end. Alrighty. Well, let's hope it's not something on my end because I think I am all good over here, as far as I know. Um, so it, no, no, no. I mean, let's be honest. This week, this week has been the craziest week maybe ever. Um, so my (laughs) the transmission went out on my truck. We had a COVID scare with. Um, with some people I am very close to, to say the least. We uh, we obviously have the election stuff going on. Um, we've got the Mandalorian that just started. Um, there was something else I wanted to mention. I do not remember what it was. But the other thing was... Um, oh, oh, we... The, Another thing, we have a really cool announcement that we're going to talk about next week on the podcast. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Super excited for that. You also have some exciting news that happened this week that I just found out about. I don't know if you're ready to share that, but that's going to be good for this. I don't mind sharing. Okay, cool. Since it's all kind of official. uh, So, you know, I've been talking about selling my house, right? I was talking about all the painting I've been doing, right? Just freaking yes. Weeks. You've been a busy man. Well, put the house on the market and it is sold. So uh, sold the house and then found out that I also bought a house this week. So I am moving next month. (laughs) Crazy. 
So if you see some weird announcements about times for podcast and, you know, if I'm podcasting live from under a rock because <laughs> I don't have a house currently, you'll all know why. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, that we'll is exciting. I'm, I'm pretty excited to say that. Yeah, like we have we have six people in my family and we live in a house with one living area. It gets very, very uh, tight. Oh, man. Tight. Uh, when you're around people constantly, you you know, you get annoyed with each other, even when you're the family, even though you love each other so much. Things that tight get real obnoxious. So move into a bigger house with more room for six people and uh, it's going to be great. So super stoked moving to canada <laughs> yeah weird timing with me moving and what's going on here in the united states right now but no actually i'm only moving down the street like literally on the same i can see my new house from my old house that's how far we're moving a gmp live from the da- of a van down by the river pretty pretty exciting Love man it. that's great yeah, that's awesome. So the good thing about that is you can always thanks keep, everybody. You Appreciate can it. Keep an eye on your new house. So like if somebody's over there messing with something, you know. Yeah, I'll know what's going on. Well, then I'll. So this new house has a ginormous above ground pool in the backyard. The only problem is, it's on the side yard, and it's probably been had no water in it for like uh, three years. So liner may not and be it's, good. Uh, yeah, so um, I wouldn't mind seeing someone go to the house if they're taking the pool away like they're supposed to. So gotcha. get that thing out of here. It, it's shrunk in the sun. It had like, it was like barely emptied enough that there was still like a green sloshy <laughs> pool uh, in the bottom of it. I'll be, it had to go. I'll be honest. You got to get it out. Whenever whenever I heard you say pool, I was about to ask, uh, so uh, when when am I coming over next year? But. And if you're taking it down, never mind. Jeez. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that one's gone. I don't feel like if we filled it back up, I would ever enjoy being in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's understandable. It is that pretty understandable. Gross, but, um, yeah. Anyways, that's my big so, news for the week. So uh, I'm pretty stoked. Dude, Um, Mando season two is officially here. Bro. It was. It's. It's looking. Uh, looking good. That first episode was freaking crazy. Yeah. I don't. Well, for anyone else that's out there that's seen it, we won't give you any spoilers, but we will say this: uh, tomorrow, I think tomorrow night, we will be recording the episodes one and two of chosen ones going over those two episodes we couldn't really connect last week i worked saturday and all weekend and uh obviously we podcasted on thursday last week because wink had things going on on friday so we didn't ever have time to get together for that first episode but we should be able to get those first two episodes uh done this weekend so that is the i can't wait to talk about them yeah for sure so if you don't follow chosen ones on your podcast apps go check out the Chosen Ones podcast, that is where we will go over the new Mando episodes. And Indeed. holy crap, the first episode was amazing. All I'm saying is, I really hope they stay almost an hour long. Because that was epic. Yes, it was fantastic. I mean, it's it's what you expect from uh, 
from Mando. It's just, it's, is it the best Star Wars content there is? Um, it's damn near close, at least far as far as, uh, as far as live action goes, it's way up there. Yep. I mean, I can't think, I, I don't want to make proclamations, but. I look more forward. I was looking more forward to season two of Mando than I was the last of the new trilogy. Yeah. Oh, I totally like, agree there. Yes, harps. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. Um. So um. Let's go ahead and uh, do this. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Oh yeah. So um I, I actually out? have a beer tonight. I do not have a <laughs> beer. I have eggnog and rum. Woo! I am Eggnog and Rum? Beautiful. Yeah. That's a good choice. And it's we're we're we're, it's we're in nog season, huh? We're in Nog season, Up man. In Nogs. We're all in Nog season. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Awesome. It's, I put a lot of rum in here too, man. I'm I'm gonna be lit by the end of this episode. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the best way for us to do it. Hell yeah. This uh, I got with me right here the remnants Ooh. of a growler that I drank most of last night, but it is a very nice. I went down to a local brewery here called Uncle Bear's and got a growler of their strawberry berliner weiss and it is friggin delicious very nice sounds i'm drinking another sour because you know you can almost count on that at this point that's pretty much accurate uh, yeah more sour and then after that it's i moved to uh you can barely see that on the stream but if you ever if you're ever looking for a non-sugar carbonated drink you know they have those uh what is it Lacroix? they have all those weird like uh, sparkling waters. This yep. is the best sparkling water I think there is. Sparkling ice. If you've never had it, have not had it, it actually tastes like a soda, okay. but it has no sugar, no fat, none of that stuff. It's just delicious carbonated goodness. There's another. So, there's one of those. I think it's called Will and Wiley. That is, I think it's made here in Oklahoma. They have a cherry something that tastes like cherry limeade it's actually pretty good i'm not a big fan of those but not bad not bad yeah this one's orange mango so one of my favorites delicious very nice i'm with it um yeah so well let's... that's 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 we're already 10 minutes in that's how crazy this week has been yeah it's it's a week and we have characters to talk about, a state of galaxy, but first we need to talk about this. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Oh man, what a weekend. Swoga. I got a couple uh ultimate mats. Whoa! Yeah. Super. Just super duper. That's it. Um, actually, okay. Let's let's do this right now. Who should what are it, we doing right now? So, 
Here are... Who, sh who should the mats go to? Probably so, Jedi, Jedi Master. No, 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 no. That's not where I'm going. So because <laughs> I'm farming mats and I'm doing 50 and 100 crystal refreshes on regular energy to expedite this process as quick as possible, I am getting stocked up on a lot of the pointy Kairos and finishers. So here's the deal. I need to figure out who to gear 13. Scout. Can you gear 13 my uh, Han for me? I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> um, however, Pow, Barris, Hoth Rebel Scout, Ezra Bridger, those four are kind of the ones I'm really thinking about. Um, I've got Cara Dune. Well, I'm going to be honest. My suggestions would be very biased because they would be the ones that I actually really want. Okay, and who would that be? Scout and Pow. Yeah, I think those are the two I really want too. <laughs> so right, um, I think I'd probably start with Pow and Scout would be second, only because Pow is just such a uh, central figure in that team. Well, he offers more stats; like all his base stats are a little bit beefier. So mm -hmm. whenever he gives everything to everybody else, he's a little bit more useful. Um, Hoth Rebel Scout has the speed and gets the whole team going. I think from a team aspect of making the team good, I think Hoth Rebel Scout would be the correct option. But Pow offers more stats and, of course, is pretty awesome. Um, and then I've got Barris and Ezra. So I need more Jedi because now that I have uh, Jedi Master Luke, I have so many Jedi options. Um, so... I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, I've also got... Okay, here's another question. What you got? Um, Cara Dune and Grief Cargo. Which one of them should I work on maxing first? I can't decide. Because I feel like... So with Grief, I have um, the usage for, for the Assault Battle. He's kind of essential to being Tier 3 in the bounty hero assault battle but cara dune is just nasty and sexy so i don't know that was going to be my question is which one do you think will make your the team that they're going to go into more more I, I really don't know better than the other one because i feel like you probably have a really strong bounty hunter team i do my bounty but i also feel like cara dune fits almost perfectly in that so I in that I have four relic bounty hunters, Django, Bosk, Boba Fett, and the Mandalorian. Uh, but then I also have Dengar at Gear Twelve, who's effectively Gear Thirteen, just because you can't ever really hit him. He's fairly tanky. Um, it, I view Dengar at being Gear Twelve as essentially being a you know a quote unquote starter bounty hunter. So. I essentially have enough for a full team, but if I were to do grief, I could then move Django permanently over to a separatist squad, which I really like the idea of. So, man, I don't know. Yeah, tough decision. That's a yeah. Django does really well with Newt and uh, some of those other. He does separatists He's as well. Pretty nasty. Um. I think either way, you're going to probably end up wanting to do both of them anyway, just because of the everything, most of what 
the bulk of this podcast is tonight. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, so. Sour Diesel Moonrock actually mentions a great point, which is the fact that I am wanting to build my Mon Mothma team more. And Cardoon, you know, she fits in there pretty well. So that's actually not a bad idea either. God dang. I don't know. Um, that's why I was thinking Kyra, because she fits in with the uh, Mandalorian stuff that is coming, as well as fits in to that uh, Mon Mothma squad. Yeah, so. I don't know. So that's basically what I'm trying to decide. Um, 3v3 GAC started. Uh, shout out to the founder who uh, who took me down in GAC. Well done, sir. Um, I... I uh, I two-shot his Darth Revan team. I forgot that I used CLS. So this is what I hate about 3v3. I always forget what my counters are. I feel like at the end of 3v3, I'm like, I'm starting to remember all my counters. And then we go back to 5v5. And then by the time we get back, 3v3, I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> you keep what do I do? Yeah. So 3v3 does not come up that often. No, it doesn't. And uh, CLS is really good against Darth Revan. That's what I typically use. Um... So I kind of butchered that. I was pretty efficient, but outside of the one screw up, of course. But, um, man, I just, I don't know. Every time 3v3 comes up, I think, is this going to be the GAC where I finally get trapped in Carbonite? And ultimately, I decide no. But... I just, I don't get that excited about it. Are, are you kind of in the same boat as me? I mean, like, I still play it. It's still fun, and it's kind of nice because it's different, but, eh, I don't know. I think most of the time I really enjoy it for the first of the four rounds, and then I usually end up going two and two, and then the two that I lost get absolutely throttled and then decide that I just do not like it. Yeah. I won I won the first round, so right now I'm on the I like it train. But <laughs> you know, second round will probably end up with a loss and then I'll be like, screw this. Right, yeah. Well, that's, that's I want to point this out just in case so you can keep it in mind as we go and this goes for chat as well. I just turned on the fan, which I never do. If you watch this podcast, you know that because almost every podcast during the summer months, I turn into a giant, shiny, hot mess oh, yes. to keep the sound of the fan out of the microphone. Ooh, but maybe that'll end it is November. House. It is November 5th, and remember, it was remember. 98 degrees today. Good it Lord, It is the hottest, the hottest day in Arizona history for November today. 98 degrees. And with the fan just off right now, I was already starting Jeez. to sweat. So the fan is now on. So if anybody hears the fan through the microphone, I will turn it back off. But We've, I cannot deal with this anymore. That's crazy. So between this episode and last episode, we've, we've both dealt with uh, like historic weather because uh, the ice storm that we had last week, that was the coldest uh <laughs> weather that we've had like during those days or relatively close to those days ever so um, literally the exact opposite of the spectrum that's so yeah. crazy and we're not that far apart that's the part that's crazy you're in arizona i'm in oklahoma like, and 
Yeah. No, it's not. That's nuts. Like it, this year's been, at least for us in Arizona, we broke the record for a hundred over one hundred degree days. Like shattered it. Oof, that no. sounds. Horrible. We only had a, an inch of rain the entire year. Everyone Y'all keeps posting these a... pictures of theirs. Jesus, one inch. Man. It has not rained at all this year. And the uh, wow. every time I see in Discord someone posts a picture of their car covered in snow, I'm like, what is this black magic? Water from the sky? <laughs> this is uh, fake. <laughs> fake news. I, I I can imagine. I can absolutely imagine. It's crazy. Um. Yeah. So. All right. So anyway, what, sorry. <laughs> what about your weekend, Swaga? Because I. I think that pretty much covers my entire week. Uh, I actually had a lot of things go on this week. I did actually ended up doing what I said I was going to do last week on the show, which doesn't always happen. So it ended up making for a lot of things uh, going on. Um, Sour Diesel. Yeah, January's that's going to be your month, definitely. Uh, we just passed the uh, Arizona passed the legalized marijuana prop, so that'll be coming soon. <laughs> all that all that heat's gonna help help those plants uh, grow. Very funny, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. Uh, first off, I did this today, but I noticed a little dot on First Order Stormtrooper, and I have a ton of Zeta mats, so I looked at so First Order Stormtrooper, and I'm like, you know what? That Zeta doesn't sound terrible, whether it is or it isn't. Uh, I now have it. So I Zeta First nice. Order Stormtrooper. If you don't know what it is, it's whenever a First Order Stormtrooper... Whenever First Order Stormtrooper uses an ability, he has a 50% chance to call a random ally to assist, dealing 50% da- less damage unless they are First Order, okay. then grants them advantage for two turns if they were First Order. So I can when deal I with that, a... I've... I thought you were talking about uh, regular stormtrooper. I didn't know it was first order, but no, first order no, stormtrooper. No. That that is actually a pretty awesome Zeta. I am a huge advocate of it. Imagine get, when I saw that it was the fifty percent damage penalty was taken off if they were first order allies. I'm like, Pfft. yeah, uh, that's pretty and, great. So, I mean, extra attacks are always good. Um, plus you can kind of daisy chain some abilities with, um, you know, his counters and then getting Sith Trooper called in. So him and Sith Trooper actually pair together really nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, hopefully that, uh, I mean, I usually sit around mid twenties on my, uh, in my arena anyway. So I doubt that it'll help me stay there because I pretty much keep my arena rake all the time. Right. Um, but yeah, that'll just help a little bit more, I guess. But I spent cool. mentioned last week that I had all this relic material or salvage signal data. That's what it's called. I'm like, what? Is, what are, these don't not sound like the right words. I had a bunch of signal data, so I added a bunch of relics this week. I got Ooh. C3PO to relic five. I okay. got Chewbacca to relic six. Both of those are okay. the relics needed for JMLS. Which also needed relic three for JKL, so I'm meeting double uh, requirements there. I got CLS to relic three, like Hermit Yoda to relic three, and Lando to relic four. 
Lando to Relic 4 is where I ran out of signal data. I ran out of the second one. So the blue, is it blue? I think it's blue. No, it's green. Whatever the, the second blue. one is. Yeah, that's the green one. Yeah, so the I Lando is now Relic 4, and he's just waiting on about 10 salvage or signal data to get him to Relic 5, which would meet the Jedi Master Luke Skywalker requirements. But, yeah, Hell I got yeah. Uh, five characters relicked up. I actually I threw more relics on Darth Vader as well. He's now relicked. I forgot that I had done his as well. He's now at the point where I think I took him from Gear 13 to Relic 4. I think that's what I needed for Jedi. No, he's Relic. He was Relic just Gear 13 with no Relics. I took him to Relic 4 by accident. I went past Relic 3 on him. But, you know, whatever. It's Darth Vader. (laughs) I'm fine with it. So, yeah. Get Vader to 7. Yeah. Uh, I've got mine at Relic. TIE Fighter. Vader's Relic, what? I've got mine at Relic 6, and I love him. He is awesome. Um, I've been contemplating taking him to 7, but it's hard to justify the the extra expenses. I just, I don't know. Yeah, mine is, I just have so many other things to Relic right now. I want him at Relic 7, but I'm not worried about dropping three more Relics on him at this minute. All right. That'll that'll all be cut in post. Probably not, but whatever. Uh nah, Rolo, I got her to Okay. Go Rolo, I got her to gear 13. No, I didn't get her to gear 13. I will get her to gear 13 tomorrow. I just have a few more pieces of a uh, few more med packs and then Oh yeah. Some droid collars and then she's gear 13. So I started on Hot Han after that. Hot Han will be gear 11 tomorrow. Woo. So he'll only need two more gear levels to get him to gear 13, which would end the requirement farm for uh, Jedi Knight Luke. So I'm almost done with Jedi Knight Luke requirements. Those will both have need the relics, but everyone else is relic to the level they need to be after my relic uh, surge this week. So I'm looking good for Jedi Knight Luke. Uh, Jedi Master Luke, I will begin that farm after these two are done, but... Yeah, pretty happy with that. So very, very cool. Make doing some serious. I also, work. I just I'm gonna show this on the stream just so uh, because I think it's funny. I showed it to you earlier. Um, I mod, I upgraded a mod today. It started as a blue, but as it kept ticking away, I just took it to gold just to see how far it would go. Because the bad luck I have on getting anything with five hits, how come it's never speed? That's all I'm saying. I think I have like four or five mods that have hit five times, and they're all on stats that I don't care about, really. Yeah, well, that's that's the way the cookie <laughs> crumbles. Sadly. I got a mod today. Um, it hit five times on tenacity for a total of 8.96%. Now, I don't know what the number is that you would get if you put that at uh, uh, 6E. Doesn't Isn't there some massive t- 
tenacity jump? No, it's I think it's like a twenty percent boost or something. So it'd be like eleven, ten or eleven okay. probably. Well, that would be still a ridiculous tenacity mod. Weird mod, weird stats on it all around. Tenacity, flat defense, defense percentage, and then speed. So if if this mod had a place, it would be really good because it'd be interesting if this was actually perfect for someone, what would happen if you started using new mod slicing? Obviously, I'm not advocating for new mod slicing on this mod, but so, so the the biggest problem I have with that mod is that it's a speed set bonus. If it wasn't for that, I feel like you could find a lot of spots where it would be pretty useful, but with it... Like being a speed set, you're almost gonna use it as a broken set. Cause you're probably not gonna use a speed set on somebody that doesn't need speed and therefore is, has low speed secondaries. Just you know, yeah. But maybe on a nest or something like that, where it's like, yeah, the extra speed's nice, but it's not like the top priority. I could see it. Well, this might. No, I was going to say this might be the same mod slot as that one I'm going to steal from Wampa, and Wampa has a speed set on him, so that one might might have worked for him because we want the tenacity on him. But Oh, yeah, that's actually, and it's a health primary, so yeah. Yeah, that's pretty we'll good. see. That might end up going to him after I take what he has because he just has ridiculously good mods on him. So who knows? Anyways, that's what I did this week. whole lot of things. Actually, more... More to say than most weeks for me. So it was a pretty good week for me. Hell yeah. I enjoyed uh, the progress I made. I like it. So That is what I like to hear. Well, um, before we move on to the next thing, I would like to give a big, huge shout out to all of our Patreon people. Um, if Hey, people. If you would like to support the show, which we would greatly appreciate, patreon.com slash shattered order. Uh, we have many different tiers. You can get a snazzy SO sticker or just support the show. Um, we'll be giving away a t-shirt. And we, of course, have the Patreon special episode. Um, we will. We need to make an announcement in Discord and make you guys throw in a crap ton of questions so that we will have some questions to answer and we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, but yeah, these stickers are pretty snazzy. Fits beautifully on my Yeti. I think the best part about these stickers is that they are sticky, waterproof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this thing has been ran through the dishwasher. God, I don't know how many times this sticker's not even close to coming off or anything. It's yeah, they're they're these are some high quality stickers. I yeah, they're them. fantastic. So. If you'd like to get one of those, go patreon.com slash shattered order. Um, so big, huge thank you and shout out to all of our Patreons. Chicken Bottom, Supreme Vengeance, Cam, William F., TIE Fighter Espresso, Drew, Dark Helmet, Kaiser, Obicola, Apocalypse, Noel, Sig Sig, Bedor, Randy Marsh, Azazel, BMZR, Quoth, Ruskies, Ben and Z, STL Bruise, Recoil, Tyric Thorn, R- uh, Ron Bunyan, Ringer. That's the one. The- Do what? That's the one you get stuck on? Well, Ron Paul Bunyan. 
Well, no, because uh, he wanted us to change his name to Ron Bunyan, which I, I did and then forgot to put it in the thing. So I was <laughs> okay, like, gotcha, I knew there was an gotcha. edit to this name. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, uh, Ringer, Vader's Fist, Spicewood, R3AS6 was innocent, the James James, Seafront 02, Bucky B, Michael Bluth, Han, Pikey, Zeiser, Darth, Molly, and last, and actually maybe least, I don't know, McMole 2. I'm bird. kidding, buddy. We still love you. Mickey Mole. Uh, but yeah. What did, what did my... Oh, God, what was the name? Now I gotta try to remember what my wife used to call him. Oh! Uh, it's it. <laughs> oh, oh man. I cannot remember. That was hilarious, though. Is he still called it in... Uh, he might be. In our ch- he might be. I'm going to go find it. McMillan. I changed his nickname in our McMillan. server. McMillan. McMillan. That's yes. what it was. McMillan 2. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when your my wife misheard his <laughs> name and it became McMillan. Oh, uh, that was good stuff. Good stuff. Which sounds like a, a lawyer company. McMillan and wife. McMillan and wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's... Uh, Let's move along to this. Back on topic. We're talking about Roadhead. Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good one. It is a really good one. Um, Before so- we go into this, I want to also say this, because we always save it to the end. We're going to put it right here in the middle so that people can... Uh, hear it a little bit earlier i want to say thank you to blue microphones for sponsoring this podcast as they have for a very long time as you know blue microphones they make this spark xl or sl microphone that we've been using for a very long time making this podcast sound great these satellites are no longer available but they've been around for so long and they still are going strong great great products they still make headphones they don't have these ones anymore but uh Microphones, headphones, boom arms, uh, wiring, anything that you need for sound, Blue Microphone has. And all their products oh, yeah. are really good. They keep coming out with uh, like um, targeted products. They got a really cool Yeti yeah. uh, X for World of Warcraft Shadowlands that yeah, they uh, themed. Pretty it's badass. With an Orc uh, sound modulator on there, it's it, they got some really cool stuff at Blue. So if you have never checked them out, check out Blue Microphones. And once again, thanks to them for sponsoring the show. Hell yeah. Um, so, there was some exciting news this week. Uh, Quill and IG-11. Uh, surely you guys have already heard the... Uh, the special that uh, Swaga Events, Galactic War Report, and Operation Metaverse did with uh, the CG guys talking about uh, Quill and IG-11. Um, they are coming to the game very soon with an interesting new rollout, which I am kind of digging. I, I like this idea. What do you think about it? Um, so far... Now that we've been given more information about how it's happening beyond just Galactic Challenges, which we'll talk about at the end of this section, uh, I actually think it's really good. Yeah. I think in the end, it's going to end up better than Marquis. 
Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I, I like it. And I, the biggest thing as we'll, we'll talk about as we go through these, this, these bullet points here, um, it's when I heard it was going to galactic challenges, I thought they were going to be tied to places where unlike a marquee, it was going to be hard to get and you might end up, uh, not being able to beat the and get those shards. Right. But I guess I'll just say that part right here. Shards are unlocked by completing the first two to three tiers of each galactic challenge and not tied to feats. So you don't have to use the specific team for that galactic challenge to beat it to get the shards. And it's literally the first two to three tiers, which are very easy to beat. So oh, yeah. as long as you remember to do it, much like Marquis, you're going to get the shards. Yeah. So... I think the biggest thing for people with this versus marquees is that this next part. So um, your shards for Quill are going to come over the next two weekends. So starting tomorrow with the Galactic Challenge and the one starting on the 13th, it'll be Droids versus Empire on Navarro to get Quill shards. Now, the only difference between this and marquees is that you're going to have to wait this doesn't bother me at all. There are some people that it does, but uh, you're, you have to wait a week to get that next star for the character. So with a marquee, obviously, you get all your shards at once. You don't have to wait for stars. Right. Um, I think the only people this is really going to affect is those people that wanted to uh, buy all the shards for the character because you're obviously not going to want to do that Uh between the galactic challenges or you're going if you do you're going to want to stop at the uh i guess i didn't really write down how many shards you're gonna get uh it said how many did it say um well you put 40 to 60 for each 40 to 60 okay two events so oh there uh, it is yeah 40 to 60 shards for each character from their two events so you're going to get if you do decide to buy the shards between the Galactic Challenges, you're going to want to stop somewhere around 60 shards. But the only really, the only downside I've heard from people is that getting the shards is pulled apart. Now, right, that doesn't bug me. <laughs> One thing that I, we're apparently not going to get to use the character, which is a downside. I feel like it would be pretty awesome if they would just give us a competent one as a member of the squad that you're using um, since Mm -hmm. they're kind of targeted factions anyway. And it would be like a sixth character that fits in there. And you could tweak the Galactic Challenge, make it a little bit more difficult or whatever. And for each tier, you could give an adequate character so... You know, um, in the final tier, it would be like a Gear 13 Relic 5 character. And then, you know, on Tier 6, it's just a Gear 13 character. And then just step down from there, basically, where you would get to use them and test them in some teams. I feel like that would be really awesome. Um, But that is not the way they're going about it. Uh, But that's okay. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see exactly how this uh, is received. I don't foresee a ton of complaining. I think it'll be more of a a vocal minority, but we'll see. So, yeah. 
Usually it is a vocal minority, right? So, who knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. 11.20 and 11.27, those will be Bounty Hunter versus Scoundrel, and those will give you the IG-11 shards. So when we went over the calendar a couple weeks ago, we talked about how it was weird to see only two different types of galactic challenges this month. We're like, they couldn't come up with four separate challenges to do for a month, you know? Well, it turns out the reason for that was something we didn't yet know, and that's because of these uh, character releases going through galactic challenges, so... Gotcha. It all makes sense now. Um, yeah. So that's what they talked about as far as uh, new rollouts. New rollouts for uh, everything characters. good. The TV just turned on very, very oh, loud. Oh, that's the um, So, yeah. um, the the next thing that we have on here is the upcoming fifth anniversary of Galaxy of Heroes. Um, so, what do you... Th- are you expecting much from the anniversary? Because they always do something. They always if, toss out a bunch of rewards and stuff like that. Like, what are you expecting? Yeah, that's all I'm expecting, is a inbox message with a bunch of free stuff. Yeah. That's that's with all they've done the last two years. I don't know why there'd be any reason to uh, expect anything different this year. You know, if if JK, it's, someone just said something in chat that made me think. If they'd release JKL on their for the fifth anniversary again, then I'd be totally okay with that too. I could see that. I actually think that might be even likely. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see it because, I mean, people that are wanting to get uh, GMOs, GMOs, as Gemmels? I will call him, uh, <laughs> you know, they're kind of waiting on him to come back. So, yeah, I could, I mean, I could see it. Um, I think the bigger question is, are they going to do something big? Um, will will <laughs> we... Will we finally get maybe... So, they said next month there will be a road ahead. Like, will that be coinciding with that? Like, will there be something kind of related to that? Big changes coming to the economy. Um, Dude, what does... That one uh, was the one that caught my eye. Because it's it's like... It's like uh, strict... Excuse me. Jeez, what's going on with me? Uh, The wording... It was straight through. So there was a line through it. Uh, basically, like, you can read this, but hey, we're going to talk about this later. But it, the way it was written was if as if it had already been told to us. So I'm kind of curious to see what that actually means because there are some economy things that uh, if they added them to this game right now would make it way better. Like what? 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 I mean, what do you... For me, the biggest change as far as the economy goes is uh, putting stun guns in challenges. That would be the biggest thing to me. That would be nice. I don't know that I see that. Um, They have kind of moved towards relic material kind of being the thing. I think any changes to the economy should be concerning in a way because that probably means there's something else coming and they want you to be able to get to that new thing quicker. So I, 
disagree. I think that no, <laughs> I don't think it changes anything because you still got that top end problem as far as gear goes. But stun guns were have been in the game for five years and they are still a problem. You got to do something about them. You have to. At this point, the only thing I fear more than Kairos is stun guns. I hate stun guns. They're the worst thing in the game. Everybody needs them. You need 50 of them. They, they Buying them in a store, you only got, what, the uh, get one store for them? And maybe, in, uh, maybe every once in a blue moon you'll see them in the shard shop. There's no way. There's barely a place to buy them if you're not farming them. Everybody needs them. It's the biggest gear dump in the game. So they got to do something about that. It's been five freaking years. That's that's all I'm saying. Now, it is, is just doing that with those enough to call it an economy change? I don't know. But if they're doing an economy change, that's the, that's the first place you start. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm with TFE. Uh, yeah, let's... <laughs> hey, let's kill some of those virtual young, younglings. I like it. Um, so what I would actually like to see economy-based, I honestly feel like big changes coming to the economy could be something super simple, like galactic challenges actually being every three days. That would be enormous to the economy of this game. It would that wouldn't eat that might almost be the same as getting uh stun guns or in uh challenges at that point. That's probably true. Yeah. Number wise, if they're every three days, so are challenges, you're getting a, a good chunk of stun guns from galactic challenges. So I mean if that were the case, I'd be fine with that too. But like every character that I've been farming up for JKL or for JMLS from low levels yeah the one place they stop stun guns every freaking time that's true um, like i put a stun gun on hot han today got him to gear nine i was able to upgrade him two more gear slots because i had all the gear waiting for those other gear slots it was just the stun gun of course that tripped him up so uh something else in relation to the economy and galactic challenges is um the mod slicing material since that appears to be the current next thing they don't really have a way to monetize it if they're running it more often more oftenly you're needing different factions that incentivizes spreading out across factions so that would be a way to monetize massive change to the economy and kind of just incentivize you know, a different type of play while getting out more of that lower level gear, like stun guns. Um, I, uh, I actually feel like that. That's, that's my official prediction. That's what they're going to do. So we'll see. Um, I think another thing that maybe we didn't, haven't talked about or considered as well is the rumor that there might be a raid coming because raid, Raid gear and rewards also throw a massive wrench That's into true. economies. Well, and also, so, so it's like, what would the rewards be? Obvious, I, I want to say obviously there would be new slicing material in there. There there would almost have to be. Um, 
Because every time that they've introduced a new raid, it was a new gear that would help you advance your characters more to beat the thing. So mm-hmm. the question would be, well, Stay here. what's next after relics? Like, would they add relic tier eight and nine and ten maybe? And you get material for that from the raid um, because relic material seems like a pretty easy solution to essentially adding gear levels. Um, You know, I feel like that's probable. Uh, But I don't know. Yeah. Hit hit us. We are going to find out. I don't know what... uh, I knew that we were both going to be talking about this economy thing for a minute because it is... A, A, it was surprising to me to see that there. And B all the different things that that can mean. It's a small sentence. It's struck through, but that's one of the biggest things, in my opinion, in that entire post. So. Yep, for sure. It actually Um, ends up meeting. If you have any good predictions, go hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash shattered order. We would like to hear what you guys think. Yeah, no doubt. It's always a... People, you, you guys in chat always surprise us with the uh, all the things that we never think of. So I'm definitely interested to hear what you guys think. Yep, for sure. Um, all right, what what else was there this week, man? All right, so that was all from the State of the Galaxy. Now, uh, let's see here. What day is this? That is November 5th. Today, they came out with a post. Uh, updating how Quill and IG-11 will be available post-Galactic Challenges. Now, this was very unexpected as far as I'm concerned because the news in it was pretty... It. I saw some... The only reason I knew that there was a new post is because I was looking through YouTube earlier today and I saw a bunch, a bunch of uh, titles for videos, if you will, that I was like, never heard that before. That sounds like something that's fake like usual on YouTube videos. <laughs> so I went and I looked it up and it's actually true. And geez, crazy. So following the galactic challenges for these new characters, both character shards will temporarily drop from Cantina nodes as additive drops. Man. Um, does as, that sound like as, a galactic chase to you? <laughs> as additive drops. So I, I no. saw this. I did not notice they were additive drops. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Almost like the exact same thing as a galactic chase fo- immediately following a the galactic challenges to unlock them. Really? So the question to me becomes, how long is this additive thing going on? Because... You can get some really good shards from Galactic Chases. Yeah, hell yeah, you can. And you're going to unlock that well, 40 to 60 shards just from the Galactic Challenges. So this is this is a good way to set yourself up on these characters uh, once before they end up. Because it says ultimately they're going to go to hard nodes. So once they're added drops on Cantina node, they'll also be in shipments and weekly shipments before they go permanently to hard nodes. So... We know off the bat they are not going to stores or cantina or fleet. Well, it could go to fleet. 
but you, they won't be going to Cantina. So you know they're going to go to a hard node. Probably want to go real hard on that signal data when you're going to be picking up Quill and IG-11 shards for your signal data. So here is the biggest thing with this. This will make five characters from the Mandalorian TV show. Uh, they have they have not um, uh, excluded the idea of this leading to a legendary event. In fact, I, I mean that almost has to happen. It, it would make too much sense for there to be a legendary event. If they are doing these as additive drops, giving you a free way to farm them early, I would expect a legendary event to be coming very, very soon. If they're accelerating your farming of these characters that much, yes, like, guess what? Something's coming. That that they didn't. Well, they didn't. Let let me keep going on this because this makes me think they want to expedite. A legendary character getting to the game by expediting a legendary character getting to the game you could be putting yourself in a position to where there is a hero's journey character or something of the sort launching right at the end of this season of the mandalorian so we could say have um Moff Gideon, for example, as the legendary event, and then a hero's journey to get Din Djarin at the end of the season, where you need Moff Gideon to do it. I could see it. That's very uh, on brand for all their stuff recently. Yeah. It's where not only do you miss one, but you got to wait for the second now. They're very good at right, like, if you miss one thing, you're going to miss another. That's their yes. new thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I so. mean, that's a... It's a money model, and that will certainly do it. But it just... It seems crazy, because I, I... I don't know. It just makes too much sense for me. So, we'll... We will see. I'm kind of excited about the potential that this brings. Um and I'm, I, I highly suggest you guys start hoarding like crazy on Cantina nodes because they're already worth it at 100 crystals. Like, you should be doing those if you can. 200 crystals, not worth it currently. However, when you start hmm. talking about adding shards of a character on there, they are very, very quickly going to become very much worth it. So... I would highly suggest saving up enough crystals so that you can do 100s and 200 crystal refreshes on them for a while. Now it says that uh, we'll scale off energy used so you can choose where to farm. Does that does that that means scales by drop rate, right? So if you were Correct. doing a six energy farm, the drop rate might be it would be lower than if you were doing a 16 energy farm where it would be high. that is correct it, right. it it would essentially be the exact same as uh tickets for galactic legends um kind of the same change they made to that it's similar idea yeah and yeah, i think that's a good way to do it i'm i'm actually really happy with the tickets on the galactic legends because i don't think we've talked about that the the rates on that's actually pretty good 
so I, I don't really have an issue with it at all. Um, I would love that idea. Yeah, I'm totally fine with being able to farm signal data with the massive amounts of uh, Cantina energy that I'm going to be spending for this. So for sure, I need um, a lot of relics. I need all those. Uh, I need all that stuff. So right. it works out. Well, let's move along and talk about these characters then. All right. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. All right. Why don't you shock us with uh, Quill's kit? Quill. Let's talk about Quill a little bit. All right. Um, let me bring it up on the screen so people can follow along as we go. All right, there he is. The man, the myth, the legend. The one Ugnut that you really know and love, Quill. All right, light side support scoundrel. He is a light side support scoundrel. His detail text says, a supportive mechanic who aids scoundrels and droids. All right, we I like, like droids. I like droids a lot. And it's kind of on brand with the regular Ugnaught, right? Because the irregular Ugnaught doesn't he either do extra damage against droids or buffs droids. I can't remember. It's Ugnaught, so who cares? But <laughs> very similar. So abilities, basic, engineer's gambit. Deal special damage to target enemy and inflict burning for three turns. What? Burning? Here it comes again. That buff that doesn't. It, not a lot of characters have. Is the only character that has it R2-D2? Someone else has it, I think. Django. Django, that's right. Yeah, That's it. So we've now got a third character that does burning, and uh, Quill is doing it right there on his basic. Oh, wait. Hold on. Actually, technically, um, the uh, Thai bomber actually does burning, too. Does it? I forgot about that one. It does. Gotcha. Um, special one, Voltaic Shot. Deal special damage to target enemy, stun them for one turn, and inflict speed down and shock for three turns. If the target already had burning, inflict expose for two turns. If the target already had shock, inflict shock for three turns on the lowest health enemy that didn't already have it. Cooldown of two. So... You get a cooldown of two on a stun that inflicts speed and shock. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, that is a... And it's a every it's other a turn one. ability, which I really, really like. Uh, Two-turn cooldown is absolutely amazing. Um, and this is a pretty pretty awesome kit. That, that's a lot going on, um, you know, given the way his kit works. That's a lot of different debuffs. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. And a, a, a sec beyond burn, a second debuff that not a lot of characters have with shock. That is correct. Very, very few. More than burn, but he's the first light very side small. to have shock. Because I think we have uh, Bastila, um, Bastila, Emperor, uh, Bastila, Emperor Palpatine, Bleh. Count Dooku, and I think that's it. Yep. So, yeah. Special two, awesome name. I have spoken. Cooldown of four 
All allies recover health and protection equal to 20% of Quill's max health and max protection. Doubled for Scoundrel and Droid allies. Scoundrel allies gain 25% turn meter. Scoundrel and light side droid allies gain mechanic savvy for two turns, which can't be copied. Mechanic savvy. Sa- <coughs> you all right? Jeez. Good lord. It's a mouthful. Man. Mechanic savvy. Savvy. I keep saying it wrong. Savvy? Savvy. Provides different bonuses based on the allies' fact. Faction, not falction. What is going on? Word, I'm going to start over. Words, I'm my too man. Here. <laughs> Wordsing is hard. All right, here we go. Mechanics Savvy provides different bonuses based on the allies' faction. Scoundrels get 20% crit chance and 40% crit damage plus defense penetration. Droids get 40% offense. And if a droid has this buff when they are defeated, they are revived with 80% of their max health and protection. I like it. That is a that is a very good droid ability right I there. I like it. Um Yeah, that's a massive health and protection heal. Um turn with scoundrels getting that all 25% turn meter, that's pretty huge. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good ability. So, the I mean this creates a lot of options for He's he's a really good plug-in character for so many because we have this big faction of droids that aren't great, which he fills that void. He can come in as a scoundrel. He can come in. I mean, lots of options. I mean, all of these factions are kind of underused, and I see him kind of being an underused character to some degree, like in the long term. But he's going to be nice because he can fill in so well. Like, you can use him in, like, 12 different places as Goodnight Punk dies over there. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. it it. We still got one more ability to go, but I have very big... Uh, he's got his own deep... Or he's still got his own buff, but I get very... Uh, what's his name? Fox... Uh, What's the trooper, the newest trooper, pimp trooper? What's range his trooper? Name? Range trooper. I'm getting range trooper fox type vibes from this guy's kid. It's not super inflated. It's not really hard to understand, but it looks like it's going to be gotcha. really good. Yeah, I totally agree. So what is so for that last ability unique with a Zeta Frontier Wisdom? At the start of battle, other scoundrel and droid allies gain 40% of Quill's max health, offense, and potency. And until the first time Quill is defeated, those allies gain 40% of Quill's max protection. Man. Quill and droid allies recover 20% protection when an enemy is inflicted with shock. He has an ability that inflicts shock every other turn, so that's a lot of protection return. While an allied Quill and IG-11 are alive... Quill and IG-11 have plus 10% health steal and 30% potency. Quill can't be critically hit or stunned, and whenever IG-11 is critically hit, he recovers 20% protection. I like it. Um, So you've got an awesome kit there, and then a unique that throws in some really cool um, buddy synergy with IG-11, who he reprogrammed in the show, if you remember. Indeed. Uh, 
So basically, not as master, but the those two are, well, I guess it's master. So best buds there. But all three all three paragraphs there, very uh, massive things. Can you can, imagine this? Imagine you put Quill with General Grievous and give 40% max protection to General Grievous. Yeah. Um, Since Meg Grievous says uh, offense stacks on health, that is... <laughs> yep. I mean, 40% of hurt. his max health. So his... Let's go look at his... I want to go look at his numbers here in uh, the Swagaga. Um, at Relic... Do I have it up? What are you looking for? Let's say Relic 3. At Relic 3, he's going to have 45,500 health. So it's not out of the realm of possibility to get to, I don't know, 60, 70,000 health on this guy pretty easily. I mean, that's a lot of extra health you'd be adding to Grievous. That's And then you also have the protection recovery, which is kind of nice because uh, part of the problem with, you know, those factions is that they eat themselves up. But if you had somebody in there that would be kind of healing you up every now and then, that would be pretty useful. Yeah, um, for sure. It's uh, he's very fast too. By the way, one hundred and eighty-two base speed at relic three. Uh, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Mm, yeah, and that's that's up there on the list. He's so. one of the fasters. Um, so let's talk about our initial modding thoughts of this character. Um, all right. Well. Step one, health. <laughs> step one is definitely health. Um, I think for step two, I'm going to go with speed set. High base speed. Speed set. High base speed with a character. High base speed and that speed set. Yeah. I, I like the, the debuffs and going more often. So I'm going to go with a speed set there, I think. I can agree with that uh he does a lot of stat sharing as well as we saw um i'm trying to remember where those stats shares are in the unique they're in the unique um yeah so he shares his health offense and potency so question is is this one of those characters where you are focused on offense over crit damage because of this sharing stat um yeah, well, I, I wouldn't really worry about so much using him as a damage dealer. Probably we'll see how his numbers actually are in game, but um, I kind of like the idea of him making them more survivable since he offers the revives and the recovery and all that sort of stuff more so than offense. But I do think the potency is super important. Because there are a lot of droids that do potency. This kind of prevents you from needing to worry about potency. And potency is actually quite good for him because he does debuffs all the time. So I'm kind of thinking you got some pretty good options. Okay, let me throw this out there for you. Um, name a character you, you would consider a big damage dealer. I want to look something up. Um... 
a big damage dealer like I don't know Grandmaster Yoda. Okay, are, so we'll go with Grandmaster. Are you going to compare damage numbers? Yes, because we would then have to also look at the multiplier on the ability. Okay, I'm just talking base here. You're looking at base. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, that is important. I don't think so. I'll be <laughs> honest. You don't think a, a base damage spec stat is important? Not particularly. To making a character hit hard? I mean, it affects... Especially when it's shared? It, it affects things. It's, and it's a fine. percentage of offense is... Any mod with percentage offense on it goes off of that stat. That's high. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, well, anyways... Yoda at Relic Tier 3 is 5,800 special damage. Uh, Quill's at 7,200. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> um, just, there's, there's just so many things that go into, you know, leader abilities, multiplying buffs, uh, you know, how you might actually mod them, like... The the only reason I, I would really care about his damage number in particular is kind of like you said because the stat sharing, uh, the the rest of it just eh, not that big of a deal as far as I'm concerned. Um, I I think that the health protection numbers are pretty interesting. That's some good stuff and it's potency that is pretty decent. Um, but is you know his damage numbers. But I, I don't know. I hear people always get excited about damage. I'm just like, oh, this this character has such high damage. Yeah, but if, you know, if they're not on a team where they make, you know, bonus use of that damage, whether it's from extra crit chance or extra offense damage or something along those lines, or unless they have a, or in combination with, a good multiplier on the ability, uh, which of course you can see on Swagiga. Um, I just don't get that excited. That's fine. That's it. Okay. That's how I feel. I'll just give you the same answer you gave me. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the question. Mods for protection and uh, health are very. I think both are very good on him. Totally agree. Uh, they they got the he got the stat sharing there with. Um, where is it? Max health. So. Yeah. Now that's. But also for, until the first time Quill is defeated, they also gain forty percent of his max protection. So max. You know, with mods, the protection numbers are massive. But I guess that gives you the decision. Are you going to mod for protection or health? Because the first time he dies, which he can come back several times because he always comes back if uh, if he has this... Uh, what What is this revive based on? Uh... Or does he have a revive? He revives droids. Right. I was confused by the fact that it said uh, until the first time Quill is defeated. So maybe there's something on IG-11's kit that I'm not 
thinking about. But the first time, if he dies and comes back, you're no longer going to gain that max protection. So health is always going to be there, regardless even if he dies. Yeah. So health over protection, even though protection mods give you more protection, then you're probably going to get more out of that uh, health in the long run. And this is another situation where you're going to be thinking a little bit more about health and protection versus defense. You know, this kind of increases the value of that health and protection because it is a shared stat across everybody. So um, even if defense might give you better survivability, it might make sense to go with health or uh, protection just for the just for the stat sharing and all that sort of stuff that he offers to everyone else. So that's those are kind of my thoughts there. Gotcha. I like it. I'm excited to uh, unlock this character. Oh God, me too. I really want to. I mean, I feel like with the additive drops from Cantina. I'm going to be able to get this guy into a, a very good space as far as stars go, uh, going into the hard node farm. If I don't figure out a way to try and max him out with shipments and everything else just to be ready. But the I'm really excited to play with this group, uh, at least him and IG-11 together. For sure. I, there's going to have to be some kind of... If... if as, from what we've seen so far, Mando characters don't go together as a synergy team, right? There's really no massive synergy for them as a team. Not that we've um, seen yet. That's that's where I'm going here, is that if there is a legendary, as we have um, said in the past, they have gone and added tags later to characters to build synergy teams that's true so you might end up seeing a new tag in the game that pulls all these characters together once we get another um once we get the quote-unquote leader or the glue for the entire synergy there it'll be interesting to see where that goes because right now i can see quill and a a light side droid team being a, a big thing yeah, and I think it will be. That's where he's going to be really good, I think. Um, I like it. Yeah, you throw him and IG-11 in there and then start building from there with things like L337. Um, you've already got a solid three start there. So yeah, I agree. We'll see. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to IG-11's kit, which is pretty gnarly. Pretty gnarly stuff. Um, he is, of course, light side. He's a healer, droid, and a scoundrel. Healer. Interesting. Versatile healer with strong scoundrel and droid synergies. Can we talk about how adorable this model is? Who, Quill? Or no, you're talking about IG-11. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. My wife... We're going to derail here for a second. She's laughing because of my reaction to what she sent me. But anyone out there might understand why. Okay. She sent me a picture that said, Drummer Scott Phillips says a Creed Creed Union... Yeah, still can't talk. Creed Reunion is a possibility, to which I say, yuck. (laughs) Why? Sorry. Who said that? to read the top part. Scott Phillips, the old drummer of Creed. 
And then so oh, the comment on the top of the post is as if 2020 hasn't been bad enough. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, okay, that's pretty funny. That's pretty Sorry, funny. Fans. Yeah. Nice. Well Sorry to all you Creed fans out there. I used to be. It's a, not, it, it ain't me. I used, be, yeah, <laughs> I used to be a big Creed fan, but that was very funny. I think Creed was Nickelback before Nickelback was Creed, or Nickelback was Nickelback. That's probably that's probably fair. Yeah. um all right anyway sorry ig11 yes the model is very cute and i've seen uh like moving uh pictures or gifs or gifs or however you sit want to say it of uh baby yoda in the pouch how you want to say it's gif well i don't really care how people say like it It is a gif GIF but if people want to say gif i'm not gonna (laughs) yes exactly so there you go I, let me see if I can find the picture I'm thinking of. Where baby Yoda. There he is. Okay. For everybody watching. Um, there he is. Oh, it's so little cute. Little baby Yoda moving around in his little pouch. Oh. Uh, yeah, I love it. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about his abilities. His basic ability is sensory advantage. Final attack, still physical damage, target enemy, and the weakest enemy. If all enemies are debuffed, IG-11 recovers 20% protection. Not bad. I like the recovery on basic. Uh, Very nice if you're calling in assist and that sort of stuff. Can I just say, isn't it crazy the amount of protection regeneration on all these newer characters? Remember when we used to think 20% was like out of this world? protection regeneration because everything was like five percent maxing ten percent you had someone with a thirty percent and you're like oh my god how did this happen now you got a guy with a twenty percent recovery on their basic the, yep. these healing numbers are inflating 100 percent of over all these new characters it's crazy yeah and uh, but but i think that's because they started designing kits that had such a heavy lean towards health and we're kind of seeing the same thing with crit damage that there there was a push at making characters and new factions and characters that were really good with an offense set. Now we're starting to see a swing back towards crit damage sets. And I kind of think that's kind of the same thing here. This is kind of a push to move back towards protection more so than health. And it's also... Um... It's also a pushback to he because he's listed as a healer, right? For the longest time, there were no healers in the game. There were a very small number, like thirteen. So it's also a very good thing to have someone that's actually listed as a healer have abilities that are top tier heals. Because who is it? Uh, Chirrut, not a healer, but somehow has one of the best heals in the game. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that heals gnarly. It's good to see healers getting the heals they deserve for their tag. So, sorry for the extended yawn. Um, I'm not hey, used to this. Time I, that's the first yet, one I can man. think of tonight. So, good lord, <laughs> time change is crazy. It's it's nice because it's earlier, but it doesn't feel earlier yet. I need to get my your my body's schedule. tricking you. It now thinks it's a. Uh, it, it actually thinks it's 11.35. It does, because, well, it freaking is. Um, actually, not really. We're now in 
the correct time. So hopefully we don't go back. That would be nice. Um, special you just one confused me. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I did my maths there right. Uh, special okay. one function protect. Cooldown of three. Final text still physical damage to all enemies and inflict tenacity down for two turns. Enemies with shock or damage over time are dealt physical damage second time. IG-11 taunts for two turns. Um, there is one Taunting tank. Thing. Or taunting healer. There's one massive thing I take away from this. And it's huge. Mm-hmm. AOE. Tenacity down. It's Those it's, are always great. It's in the game so little. It's freaking amazing because... Once you do that, you don't need potency. So if you're using Quill with him, that that eliminates the need for potency and allows you to focus more on health and protection. Um, anyone else in the team that does debuffs, like you can run them on low or low potency, and you're fine. Uh, AOE tenacity down is a god. That is a really really solid ability. I like it. Yeah, all the way around is good. So. Uh, I, I, I just interested in that, that taunt. Now I'm going to, oh, he's, he's not in the game yet, so we can't see his stats. I'm curious to see where his health and protection stats. You can up. go to the Swaga guys. He, oh, he, cause he's not, it's in not game. there. Cause he's not in the game yet. Um, I tried to bring them both. I tried to bring up the Swaga and the forum posts for both characters. Um, when I went to Swaga, he wasn't on there. Confused me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right, special two, nurse droid protocol proto, protocol cooldown three. Uh, final text: target ally recovers health equal to thirty percent of IG-11's max health, and all other allies recover half that amount. If IG-11 is taunting, he gains health still up and retribution for two turns. Droid and scoundrel allies gain foresight for two turns. So. Foresight for the likely allies you would use with him is absolutely fantastic. But the biggest thing that come that I take away from this is with his basic ability, he recovers protection. Therefore, you want to find ways to use it. His second one makes him taunt. So if there were a way he would get retribution, there would be a lot of him recovering. And then we get to this special in which he gives himself retribution if he's already taunting. So... I'm assuming by definition he will always use the first special first and the second one second. That way he is taunting, gets uh, retribution, and gets to counter, recover protection, and uh, has health still up. Pretty nasty stuff. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I was going to say, he gains protection back, but then also that health still up, he's gaining the health. He's just going to... Yep. He might actually not end up being a beefy tank because of the fact that uh, built into his kit is him keeping himself alive by all the recovery. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have tank like numbers for having a taunt just because of all the healing he's going to be able to do. Yep. So, and so you're going to want to find a balance between um, health and protection because this, this ability gives the 30% health uh, recovery based on his max health to um, 
target ally and then other allies getting half that. So he's he's. I'm kind of thinking he's going to be kind of like Quill. There's going to be a lot of health and protection that you're going to want to be giving him. Some tenacity. Tenacity, I think, is actually going to be pretty big on this guy since he relies on countering to help recover. And you don't want him getting uh, debuffed with anything like uh, heal immunity. So, pretty cool heal stuff. Immunity, what's the, the buff blocker? Buff immunity. I always forget the name of that debuff. The one that keeps it so you can't gain buffs. Yes. It... What's it called? Buff immunity. Again. Buff immunity. Okay. See, I easy. Lord simple. have mercy. Always forget the name. So yeah. buff immunity and uh, heal immunity. Those are the two you definitely don't want on this guy. So it makes sense to want. Hey, maybe. Maybe that new yeah. mod we talked about earlier. We'll go on. Ooh, here. actually, not a bad <laughs> idea. Actually, um, all right. So his unique ability, which does have the Zeta, this is the only Zeta, the child's favor. Final text at the start of battle. IG eleven gains max protection equal twenty percent of his max health. Interesting. If Quill is an ally, IG eleven gains forty percent instead, and gains taunt for two turns at the start of each encounter. Whenever Ooh, auto taunt. And forty percent. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice. Nice stuff here, um, dude. It's good. So, and he gains max protection equal to forty percent of his max health if Quill is an ally. So, yeah, I'm. He is. This is a pretty good healer kit. I, I like it. Uh, whenever another scoundrel or droid ally attacks during an enemy turn, IG Eleven assists. Once per ally per turn. So that means if you have Backpack Chewy or BB-8, there's going to be some potential here. Well, I guess yeah, maybe not. I was about to say actually, Backpack Chewy. Not, oh, right. He's a droid. <laughs> he, yeah, he is a droid, but actually doesn't attack out a turn unless somebody triggers him. Uh, so maybe not the best example, but uh, BB-8 absolutely K2SO L3. Like, there's some pretty gnarly options here that will trigger that. Um, getting him to assist, which is using his basic ability, which is making him recover protection. Love it. At the mm -hmm. start of IG11's turn, he dispels all debuffs from droid and scoundrel allies. For each debuff dispelled this way, IG-11 inflicts damage over time for two turns on a random enemy, which can't be that's, evaded. That's massive. A, yeah. a mass team dispel that you don't even have to do anything to get. And then on top of it, adding dots to the other team for everyone. That's That yeah. part of that ability is massive. I wouldn't even be surprised if that's the Zeta. That's yeah. probably the Zeta. It's... No, there's no doubt in my mind that's the Zeta part. That's crazy. Um, and if that is the Zeta part, well worth it. I, I mean, I kind of... This unique ability really brings home all of his specials. So you have the max health and protection. I would have to kind of go through and see exactly what things look like with how things are converting over for his max health versus max protection. It's going to depend on what his base 
max protection number is to some degree. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how all that plays out. But um, a lot of health, a lot of protection, some tenacity. And I think you're pretty much good to go with this guy. Um, he's going to be a lot of fun to use with... Uh, with K2SO and L3 if you have them geared up. Something else is, uh, where is it? Um, so whenever another scoundrel or droid ally attacks during an enemy turn, he assists. What, what other scoundrel that just doesn't really have a strong team that's just kind of floats around, but is fantastic attacks out of turn constantly that would be nasty to put with this guy nest nest is that who you're going for that is who i'm yeah. going for i i think that will be pretty badass nest with ig11 and quill nest and ig11 will be freaking awesome i think yeah i'm with you i like this idea because Ness is a pretty plug-and-play character for a lot of teams just to make them better. But if if she fits in with IG-11 and Quill that well, you might see her finally find out. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yep. Just for the reasons, like you're saying, her uh, all those attack out-of-turn attacks. It'll be crazy. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot, I don't too, think there's man. any question... That health is the way to go. Yeah. Um, because of the... Uh, don't forget tenacity. Yeah, and tenacity, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think it's really been a while since we actually got a new character that was really kind of tenacity-based, but I I definitely think IG-11 is one of them. Um, all that recovery. I, I, I wonder if this might bring Jawa Scavenger back. Remember when that guy was the bee's knees with his all his speed and making his team go early and all that sort of sort of jazz back in the day was setting up those perfect turn order teams on uh, droids. Good stuff. You think it'll bring him back or meaning he's similar to uh, I'm I'm saying I wonder what kind of synergies people will find with Jawas with these characters. Uh, because I think there is a little bit of interesting potential, maybe with uh, Jawa Engineer, or yeah, it's Engineer, not Scavenger or whatever I said. Engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Scavenger. I thought Engineer for some reason. Yeah. Well, words. Well, I thought Engineer was the one you had to worry about speed on because he had that ability. Yes, that is correct. So you said scavenger, you meant engineer, or you said I meant engineer. Scavenger, yes. I meant scavenger. I meant engineer. Oh, okay, gotcha. Now I get where you're going. Yeah. Well, sir, um, I want to throw something else out there as far as characters go. Okay. And this is kind of out there and probably stupid, but um, I don't think that there's any. This may not be exciting, and it may not be anything that they're talking about with Mando with new characters but if they are ever going to bring a full Tuscan team to this game now is the time 
Oh yeah, you and the Tuscans. I I do. There's kind of never agree with you though. I can't see a time ever besides right now where they'll ever have that chance again, and it actually be something people might be interested in. Tuscans could very well be part of a legendary or hero's journey type thing in the future. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was just, hey, here's two marquees for two more Tuscans. Now we have a full Tuscan team. And it's just a random thing that happens at the beginning of December to fill time. I hope they don't do and that. And I'd still be fine with that. All these new kits have been interesting, and I don't want an interesting Tuscan. That does not belong Why? in this game. Or the Star There's Wars a lot universe. of things in this game that don't belong. And we but, don't uh, need more. That's my point. We do not need more, sir. I don't know. Make me another team similar to Geonosians. I still enjoy them, despite the fact that they're Geonosians. Yeah, but they did more. What do you mean they did more? Like, they're like... An they were organism. in the movie longer? Yeah, I, well, I agree. They were in the movie Not longer. only that, but they were, you know, like an organized collective. Like, I don't know. I'm sure the yeah. Tuscans are as well, just not yeah. given screen time. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're a little bit, I don't know, whatever. I don't care about the Tuscans. Anyway. I care about the fact that there's three characters in the game with no use whatsoever. Oh, there's way more than that. What are you talking about? Mob I'm talking about the Tuscans currently. Mob I know enforcer. there are way more. I'm just saying. Mob Enforcer? Mob Enforcer. Cup. Exactly. Ugnot, Lobot. I mean, there's so many of them. Yeah. Lobot may have some potential too. Droid and. Uh... Wait, is that it? I know he He's has. He's not a scoundrel. He's a rebel. Yeah, that's. But he does have. And I think his only synergy with droids is from his uh, his leader ability. Yeah, something like so that. I don't think that. Uh, Interesting thought, but I don't think there's any anything there. Oh well. All right, dude. Um, do you have anything else to mention? Because I do not. Uh no. I don't. I think that's it for this week. I'm interested All right, to see cool, how this galactic challenge goes this weekend. For sure, me too. That's good. That's starting then, soon too. Uh, Means we get slice I assume another they're not going to do the. I assume they're not going to do the uh, cantina additive stuff uh, until after the second one, because it would that just would be, be weird to have assumption. it in between them. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm interested to see how that goes as well, and how long it lasts. Hopefully, we get some information. We get to talk about that next week, and hopefully next yeah. week we'll be back to Friday and doing some GAC, maybe some garbage three v three GAC. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, I should be good for Friday next week. So cool. That'll probably be uh, what we do then. All right, man. Well, um, everybody, thank you for listening and thank you for hanging out to the live chat. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys will catch us next week, especially with this new time schedule. Uh, hopefully, more of you can make the make the live show. We would we, we'd love to see you guys here, of course, and. If you have any questions, hit us up on Discord, discord.me slash shattered order. Go and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash shattered order. Um, we may be posting something um, 
something pretty cool there this weekend that we are pretty excited about. Um, and anything else, sir? I think that's it. So for everyone out there, we appreciate you listening. For everyone that's shown up on the live stream today, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. For If you're here for the first time, we are usually here every Friday around 8 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you want to come watch the podcast, we're usually here at that time for a couple hours uh, recording the podcast. So come hang out. We love to interact with the chat and... Uh, Love to hear your thoughts on the things we're saying. And a lot of the times we'll shout you out to uh, put your info out there because this community has great ideas and we love sharing them. So absolutely. I don't know why I can't. You are keep coughing struggling. Oh, Good just, Lord. It's I should have drank tea before the podcast. Not that beer. Something. Um, <laughs> to everybody out there. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 222 triple twos. Gonna be awesome. Woo. Appreciate you guys. Like uh, and yeah, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Later.